Hello, and welcome to the cutest podcast on the block, Legends of Philadelphia, Delphia, Delphia, Delphia. There you go. Thank you. I'm your host, Johnny Zito, filling in for my best friend and business partner, Tony Trove, who's on a top-secret assignment this week. Helping out on engineering duties is pinball enthusiast Brian Bierman. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you might be asking, not for nothing, but weren't there three guys on this show before? <laughs> Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Tony, Tro- Tony Trove and I have a little t-shirt business, South Fellini, that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes. Lots of time, customers will ask us, do you think the Sixers are going to win the finals this year? Yes. Yeah, they're all the- yeah, they're going all the way. Or they want to know if we have that wrench that'll open the fire plug. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. What do I look like, the block captain? So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for the new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates us and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. Do the echo. You, 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 you. <laughs> it's hard. It's harder than it looks. Yeah. I, I, man, fill it in for Trove. Not easy. It's not going to be easy. I'm not good at Oof. it. No, no, no. He's the, he, he, he's the king of uh, reading the thing. Yeah, I guess uh, he's not really on top secret assignment. We blasted it all over the internet this week, but uh, Joanna and and Tony have uh, a, a baby. They they had a baby this week. A baby, a cute Her little baby. Firstborn, firstborn daughter. Uh, her name is Stella. So cute. Uh, she's probably the cutest baby ever born. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> You're all a close number two. So that's where that's where Trove is this week. Uh, he's having he found a baby. something that he, he found something that was the only thing that was ever more important than recording Legends of Philadelphia, I guess, was having <laughs> your fir- first born daughter, I guess. So, yeah, I guess that counts. I, yeah, I guess. I guess that's a reason to miss work. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, I feel like, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he, he figured it out. You feel like you could have done it? You feel like you could have popped out a baby and then come and done the podcast? No, no, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> absolutely not. So, yeah, he needs the, he deserves the week off. But, yeah, I'm so happy for them. Yes, we're very excited. We're super duper excited. Yeah. The baby, uh, it's going to be a cool baby. And a human, eventually. Not that a baby's yeah. not a human, but. <laughs> but it will become a fully formed human at some point. And she will Who be cool. an awesome, cool person. Yeah, yeah. She'll yeah. probably be in a band. She'll she'll have her own Doors cover band someday. <laughs> yeah, she'll probably be a drummer. I think I feel like I feel like Stella will be a drummer. <laughs> That's just you. Just can tell. You can tell. I can tell already. I see. I see a drummer with eyes. She looks like a percussionist. She just looks like a percussionist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so okay. so congratulations, congrats to Trova Joanna. Great They're work, not Joanna. listening. They have they have more important things to do than this. But <laughs> but uh, but just so everybody else knows, that's what's up. Yes, yes. So this week, uh, we're doing the errors. Yeah, we're gonna do an errors and omissions episode. Uh, uh this is where we uh. Yeah, we go through all the last 10 episodes. We're doing things a little differently. Trove can't be with us because he and his wife had a baby, so he's busy. And uh, it just so happens that this is our skip week where we would take a break from And I'm from phoning the... it in. I'm, I, I, I'm also phoning it in. Phoning it you're, in not wearing, week, so. you're not wearing a shirt. You're not wearing shoes. You're really nah, just nah, like... Nah, 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 nah. 
you're really well, kicking back. I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating. They just had a baby. <laughs> I want to celebrate. So yeah, so this is uh, this is where we would do our errors and omissions, where we break the regular format. One of the most fun things about doing Legends of Philadelphia uh, are all the great comments, emails, DMs we get on the social medias. Listeners DM. clued us into when we were wrong and shared new stuff that we didn't know before we recorded those episodes. So today we're gonna dig through the last ten episodes and talk about what's next. Yeah. So what if we get anything wrong? I learned this from being a journalist. If you ever get anything wrong in a, in something, someone will point this out. Someone will point it out. Yeah. <laughs> we like to since we're journalists, we like to retract it. We retract it. This is definitely this is this is uh this is an a, a light apology for getting anything wrong. We're very truthful. Most truthful podcasts. Yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, we're yeah, definitely... Anybody can edit Wikipedia, so... Oh, that's <laughs> we, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't... Uh, we can't be held responsible for, for the latest edits. Uh, <laughs> that's my disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> that's how I get out of apologizing for that's all the wrong uh, stuff. It's Wikipedia. It's Wikipedia. It was Wikipedia's it's Wikipedia's fault. fault. I didn't... I don't edit Wikipedia. I just... <laughs> I give him my three bucks. I expect the right answer. You, do, you, do you donate? I've, I have donated before, yeah. I donate to, to Wikipedia and NPR. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a tote bag? No, I don't think I've ever gotten anything back. Uh, I don't think I... I well, well, I do it, what, I mean, I do well, it for the great, great programming. It's not for that. You don't do it for that. Yeah, I, I yeah. do it for the excellent programming. Yeah, the kids. The, you uh, do it for the, the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, do you have any? Do you have a favorite episode from the last uh, ten episodes since our fiftieth episode, Spectacular? Spectacular. I like doing the Phillies episode. I was watching a bunch of '93 Phillies clips, and it started me on watching. Uh, they they the Phillies put out like video things every year. It's like a video retrospective, and I was watching. I've been. They're all on YouTube, and I've been watching like different ones from the '90s of like. It's the stuff they used to show on like game like like rain delays like when it would rain during a game on like a Sunday. Yeah, and it yeah. was just like here's like a VHS tape, and it was it's just like <laughs> looking looking back on the but yeah, just a bunch of great uh, vet stadium memories and and videos and stuff. It's, so yeah, I I really like that one. Yeah, any opportunity to talk about Vet Stadium and the, uh, the 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 Phillies in the '90s is a good time. That was a great episode. I had a lot of time, a lot of fun uh, reading up on that and watching videos for that one. I also really like the City Hall episode. Yeah, because I have like I personally had like some experience working inside City Hall and running around inside there, and and it's like cool to go and then like learn the specifics of the history and stuff. Um, and using their bathroom. Uh, yeah, oh, I, I used them all. Over uh, the four or five years that I was a legal carrier, a process server, I used them all. I used them all. I told my dad, because uh, I didn't know this, we learned, we talked about this in the episode, but that City Hall is taller than the pyramids in Giza, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, my dad was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it is. He's, he said He's fake like, news. He said, no, no it's not. No, it's not. How does he know? Uh, what, did he, what did he get at his level? He went and he, he measured? Well, it's just an astounding fact. I never knew that because it just makes because you think like the pyramids are like huge, but it's just like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. He didn't have any evidence. He was just he was just denying it. He just denied. Oh, he was shocked. He was shocked. Oh, OK. He was shocked. 
Did you eventually convince him? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but now, I, I like I said, I don't have to go to Egypt now because it's underwhelming. Well, you At talked about point. that, and I, when I listened back to yeah. the episode, I was thinking about that, and it was like, it's like I can't poop people... in the uh, I can't poop in the pyramids. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom there. I can't have jury duty in a pyramid. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. Not yet. Uh, I guess people get all people get all crazy about the pyramids being like, oh, they're such marvels, they're such feats of uh, architectural, uh, you know, achievement that uh, aliens must have made them, and that all that then to learn that City Hall is bigger, it's like, well, did did, did aliens have to make City Hall too? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem as impressive after that. You're just like, you're like I, I don't think you need, you just needed some like contractors to make this. I don't think aliens did it. I don't think you, it was like some, you needed some teamsters. I don't think you needed that. Yeah. Alien. Like some ancient Egyptian teamsters made it happen. Yeah, Ralph, you know? Ralph, <laughs> Ralph and his boys. Ralph of the Nile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's, it's, it, it clears a lot of things up. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh I think looking back over the stats, the Tofani Doors episode was our most popular debut of the last ten. People people tripped over themselves to listen to yeah. the Tofani Door episode on the first day. We talked about it in the episode, but it's such a specific thing that it's like who like like I never even realized that to you guys pointed it out when the store first opened and it was like, Oh yeah, like I had one of these growing up and and then it's just like once you point it out, it's like you can't unsee it now. It's like uh, it's like it's like they it's like they live basically. Once you see the doors, you can't unsee them. Yeah, <laughs> you put the glasses on and and you're like, wow, <laughs> these doors are amazing. Put them on. Uh, I a lot of people they, we we they live also great great movie, excellent movie. Yeah, yeah, um, a classic, a UHF classic. Uh, <laughs> But the, uh, the 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 image we used for that episode to promote that episode was uh, just like a, a photo of two doors, and it was the most uh, the most liked photo we've ever put on on Instagram. It got like, <laughs> yeah, it got like uh, like five thousand upvotes or or likes, whatever you call it on Instagram, and it got <laughs> it got like like eighty thousand engagements. It was like it was viral, crazy. It, was it did. Two it doors. Was, they went viral. It was just these two doors. <laughs> Yeah, um, people love them. But uh, but that was that was the episode that was the episode with the biggest debut over the last ten. And the signs one was big because we did the signs one, and we were both. Remember, we were all just like we were all just like I wonder how this is gonna do because like how many people don't how many people want to hear about old signs like this is such a but uh, people did yeah and people had lots like of great a bunch suggestions of people who never <laughs> never listened listened to yeah. that one. Yeah, and they came out of the woodwork to suggest other signs that we had like left off of our top five list. Like, I guess we like they stuck did. to Broad Street we mostly. We only pick five. I mean, come on. It's a f- top five <laughs> list. Yeah, we're limited. We're up all week doing that. We're limited by the medium. We're doing our best. <laughs> the medium that we made. <laughs> <laughs> we're limited by the rules that we chose. Uh, but the episode with the most plays over the last ten weeks was actually the Hers Chips episode. That wasn't in the past ten weeks, though, right? Oh, yeah, it was, was it? the first one oh. after the spectacular. Well, it was I our mean, first one back. Her, hers, hers. Uh, come on, 
They're the best. So the the Tofani Doors was the was the most listens on the first day, but the Hers Chip has had the had the most listens over the ten weeks. And we have uh, news. It's not as big as Strove having, having his firstborn daughter. <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not as big. But the the so weeks, weeks, months, months ago, there I talked about the chips, the hers chips that has barbecue and salt and vinegar in the same bag. The combo and bags, I, yeah. The combo bag, and I saw them. And then they were gone, and I couldn't find them. And I was like, "Did I dream them?" And I, I so I emailed hers, <laughs> and they emailed me back, and they said that that they were out, but they don't they don't make them anymore. But a bunch of people, yes, like, uh, so many people came out to to let us know they're back. They're back now. Lots of people uh, have written to let us know that the combo bags are back at um, Mac Eichelberger. Uh, sent us a photo of the BBQ and salt and vinegar combo pack at her local grocer with a simple note, quote, please let Beerman know they back, end quote. <laughs> uh, almost everybody who wrote us w- mentioned you by name. Almost everybody was like, let Beerman, oh, I found them. Tell Beerman I found them. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I, 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 I need to eat these chips. Yeah, Blumini and Tracy hit me up on Twitter, letting me know they were... They were back. Uh, who else? Who else hit us up? Uh, Joe Garbarino hit us up a few days ago. Quote, tell Beerman the Acme on Pashunk has hers, salt and vinegar, BBQ combo packs. End quote. I'm buying some. I'm buying yeah. some today. So that one's even that one's right in your neighborhood. That's right. in. we uh, we should have done a taste test. We should have brought some on the show well, and just like chewed next, real loudly. Next, on the... well, well, we were going to well, because. Trove always wanted to do a, a food podcast, and if we eat something on the show without him, he's gonna be pissed. <laughs> so, so we we gotta we should wait until he gets back. So, so we can all eat the barbecue and salt and vinegar chips. I can't believe that. Uh, listen, and here's the other thing. I mean, like, I'm not saying like we're the only reason they brought back these chips, but like, I mean. Who was talking? Beerman, about you, these wrote chips, really? you, I know, like, you wrote them a letter. I know. You wrote them a letter. Who How was many talking letters? About who, how many of the people were writing letters about these chips? Who were writing these chips? You started we, a campaign. I had to pay for them. I, I got to buy them, too. That's the other thing. And we're not getting... It, it's like we're not getting anything out of this deal. I got to pay money to, for these chips. Where's you changed chips? the world. You you, you wrote a letter. World. Let, you wrote a letter and you changed the world. I'm gonna. Where's my Wikipedia article? How come I don't have a Wikipedia yet? <laughs> Through the activism of Brian Bierman, the hers potato chip combo <laughs> bags are back. They're back. They're back. They're like, oh, climate change is still happening now? Oh, but we got those chips. That's good. That's good, everybody. Everybody sleep tight tonight. Oh, man. And then uh, listener Iowa.mo, at Iowa.mo. That's Laura. She, 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 she uh, yeah, so she sent us up. I, these ones, I've never seen. These are completely new, right? This is a mystery mix bag. She sent us a photo of a mystery mix bag. It's three flavors on one chip, but they don't tell you which flavors. And I, I guess if you have a more refined palate, you'll be able to decipher those flavors. I've been training my whole life for this, dude. I cannot. I, 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 I'm, I'm figuring this out. I'm figuring this out. I mean, what do you get if you win? If you're like, if you're, if you're like eating this potato chip, and you're like, oh, it's it's salt and vinegar and barbecue and uh, uh, ketchup. 
then what do you get? Do you like write in and you get to and... go the you get to go to the hers factory? You get to, it's like Willy Wonka. You get to go there and you get to <laughs> stick your hand in all the all the chips. The, what like, was the potatoes? What was the name of the Muppet? I forget the name of the Muppet. Oh, oh, Chipper. You get to meet Chipper. Chipper. <laughs> he lives in a cave and he eats children. That's that's actually what it is. They, they, they he eats children, so they have him like win contests, and then they that's how they they they, they lure them there. Right. It's a cryptid. It's it's a weird monster thing yeah, like the Jersey Devil. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah. He's he's horrifying, Chipper. But that's how uh, that's how that's the business. That's how it that's, works. That's how it works. <laughs> Bring back Chipper. Put Chipper on the bags. No, 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 no. Chipper stinks. <clears throat> At Daniel Gardner commented, quote, dill chips are pretty prevalent around North Jersey. What I can never find is ketchup flavored. Cry face emoji, end quote. Uh, you got to come in, 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 in Philly. They have the ketchup. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe ketchup yeah. chips aren't. Maybe New Jersey doesn't like ketchup chips. They like mustard chips. I heard. I always liked salt and pepper. Uh, yeah, salt and pepper. But I could never. Uh, I never find it. The, you know, salt there's. Pepper, uh, not salt yeah, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. No, I like salt and vinegar too. But like salt and pepper. Yeah, but... Like in the same way that this guy just can't find it. Um, yeah. Where he lives, you know, the the the, t- the two corner stores I go to don't have it. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. I, 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 they must not make them anymore. I looked on both corners. I. <laughs> They're gone. They stopped making them. You call your wife. You're like, honey, they stopped making them. <laughs> We're going to have to dip into this, uh, the, the secret <laughs> stash. <laughs> uh, a couple people wrote uh, wrote to us to brag about the local potato chip maker where they come from. Uh, Ashley Elizabeth comments, quote, we used to get Charlie's chips delivered in a can to our house. My mom still has the tin. We put our Christmas cookies in them every year. LOL. End quote. Yeah, I want to try these chips. Uh, yeah, people were hitting us up about chips. Chips I never even heard of statewide. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, I was surprised. I was surprised how many more. We mentioned a ton of Pennsylvania brands, and there were still more. And uh, it looks like uh, Charlie's uh, that Ashley mentioned. It's Charles, right? Is it Charles? She writes Charlie's chips. Oh, okay. Maybe. Is it Charles chips? I think there are Charles chips. It Maybe it's different, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's Charles chips. It's Charles chips. I had these, actually, not too long ago. They're actually really good. They're in a tin. They're they're very good, actually. Yeah, they have like a they have a cool like uh, brown and, and, and beige uh, uh, mid-century looking tin. And it apparently uh, this is like a North Jersey brand, and it claims to be a staple of Staten Island. Um, oh. Yeah. Where Wu Tang is from, <laughs> Charlie's chips. Not, you know, Wu Tang. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Charlie's chips ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they eat in the Thirty Six Chambers. Charlie's <laughs> chips. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, for the hers episode, Tiffany Sturkey uh, found our description of hers to be lacking. Quote. Nice listen, but I noticed a glaring blind spot, fellas. The bag uh-uh. is nice, sure, but, all capitals with an exclamation point, it's the amount of flavor per chip that makes hers the big winner, exclamation point. The salt and vinegar are the best because they're the most vinegary. 
Same reason their cheese puffs are superior. They out-cheese everyone else's, end quote. Wow. See, I don't know about the cheese puffs because I'm, I'm, I'm scared of those. But uh, That's too much cheese for you? <laughs> well, I, I don't like the – did I talk about this before? I, I don't like the – I think I talked about it in the episode. I don't like the – the inside reminds me of styrofoam and I can't – Oh, yeah, they yeah. They freak me out. Freak you me did out. mention that. I enjoy their cheese puffs as well. I love, they have a little window in the bag, as I recall. They're very uh, a window. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, isn't there like a little window? Oh, in so the... you can oh, so you can see them. Yeah, so they yeah. can see out. They can see so out. They can, they can, beg they you. can see out. When, right when, when you're in the aisle, because it's like Toy Story food at night. It it talks and moves, and 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 so when people are are walking by, they're like, "Please pick me, please pick me, Mister Zito." Yeah. Oh well, I guess I'm talking about the cheese curls. I don't know if the cheese balls. If 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 that's if she's talking about the same out. thing. Yeah, I don't know if they're it's the closed same thing. off. They're, they don't get to look out the window. They're closed off. <laughs> right, because the cheese, the cheese curls. That's like veal. They had, like at least they get their head to poke their head. It's like out, veal. Right? Cheese curls are the veal of her chips. No one's ever said that. That that's a sentence no one's ever said. Maybe it shouldn't have been uttered. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's probably that's the last word on hers. Let's just leave it there. No, it's Let's not. No, it, it won't. It, no, it won't be. <laughs> it definitely won't be. <laughs> promise you it won't be all right all right all right moving on uh the next uh next we tackled catholic guilt uh the catholic guilt pastries goes good with coffee <laughs> uh. this was a fun episode uh we talked about all the different pastries that uh that pop up between uh new year's and, and yeah around springtime from new year's to, to easter and uh, we had at Blonde H2NJ and Hoppers1313 reminiscing about their mom's Easter bread with this one. Uh, after recording that episode, I was in the mood for Easter bread as well, and I grabbed a loaf from Petito's and a big box of cookies to celebrate the holiday uh, on nice. Easter morning. Yeah, it was delicious. Uh, really, uh, that episode really put me in the mood. This was my second year in a row without Nona Easter bread because of the pandemic. She didn't, she didn't make it. Um, mm. I guess her heart wasn't in it. Uh, it's not the same. No, it's not. But she uh, she did buy everyone a panettone bread instead. Do you know what this is, Beerman? Yeah, yeah. With the it's like got chips in it, chocolate chips. Yeah, sometimes there's like raisins or like pieces of fruit in it too. It's like a sweet bread uh, wrapped okay. in paper, like a big cupcake. Uh, it's usually like a Christmas thing, but I guess she had a bunch left over. So uh, if you don't open them, they last forever. She just recycled them, upcycled them for Easter. Next year, you can have your known as Easter bread. Yeah, I hope so. Next season. Uh, yeah. Although maybe it's done. Maybe I'm buying from Petitos every year and I'll bring it to her. That might be where we are. She's 94, man. I, I'm asking I'm asking for a lot of bread from this lady. <laughs> she she hey, earned a break. No, no. No, no. I haven't gotten bread in two years. <laughs> Come on now. At <laughs> uh, CS Board of 13 recommended this episode based on our conversation about ham pie. Uh, in this episode, I recalled getting sick from eating ham pie that was left out for too long. And uh, uh, another commenter at Marzipan claims that ham pie can sit at room temperature for six to eight hours before spoiling. I think that's I think that's overly optimistic, but <laughs> the top is eight. Eight is pushing it. <laughs> I think eight is pushing it. Yeah, the ham pie I ate, uh, the ham pie that I ingested so many Easter's ago, was definitely out for like six hours. It was, it was past. It was in that window. It was in that six to eight hour window. Certainly, <laughs> the cutoff. It, it just missed. The I cutoff. can't recommend it. I just missed it. 
It's like it's a it's a dangerous expiration date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 rolling the dice. You're playing with fire. <laughs> Six to eight hours, hand wiggle. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I I'd never heard of that before before that episode. Hand pie. But you never heard of a hand pie? I was pie? telling people no, but then I was telling people about it after that. Yeah. Or it came up it came up in conversation. You ever I you ever this happens this happens to me all the time on the podcast where be, we talk about something I never heard of and then like the next day someone will mention ham pie and it's like what like I, I it's like I guess I guess it's like that thing of now you notice it so yeah right right, right. Was, but I don't know I, I'd never heard of ham pie before this and the next day someone's talking about a ham pie come on it was also the season for ham pie. It was oh, definitely the season. Yeah, I, 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 I took a walk. I took a walk with my wife a couple of days after this episode. If, if you put your ear to the ground, the the, the city was a buzz with ham, ham pie talk. I, there, there were two old ladies talking about who's going to bring the ham pie. I, I was out walking the dog with my wife. They're arguing. They're like, "I'm bringing my ham pie." No, I'm bringing my ham pie. <laughs> we'll both bring them, and we'll let everyone decide which one is better. Yeah, and they'll sit out for ten hours. <laughs> so much egg <laughs> old egg old <laughs> hot sunny egg yeah Ugh. Mm. I, well, you're gonna see an uptick uptick in google searches for ham pie next year uh, for ham pie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for authenticity's google. sake all these people are gonna start eating ham pie and be like Goes this from is, z- this is... z- zero searches to like eight searches <laughs> that's a hundred percent increase Oh man! Next, we covered the '93 Phillies and their miraculous pennant run. Uh, lots of people, like at Arlin three one zero one, swore they would never forgive Mitch Williams. Uh, while others, like uh, Lori Begins, recalled that the '93 cast of SNL were also big winners too. They were. That was a good. Uh, that was a good cast. Yeah. So I was watching. I I, I found this thing on YouTube that was like talking about um it was like a show from like the mlb network or something and it was talking about if mitch williams deserves like the blame he got for the phillies losing and they i never knew this but um i guess he pitched what game did he pitch in the like the early the the first game of the series that he pitched i think it was the first game yeah so i guess they lost they, they he didn't do that good or they lost right so he got he got death threats that night Jesus and like he came, he came home and his. It was like in the paper and shit. Like like he he, he was carrying his he he was like carrying his gun to to coming out of his car going into his house and he was like his wife was talking about it. he was like he was up all night and his wife was like he will never he would never say that like that affected his play like later on, but it, like it had to he was like up all night with walking back and forth holding the gun thinking someone's gonna like come kill him because. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like that's crazy. Yeah, uh, I never knew that. Uh, people get nuts, man. I mean, also gambling is like a huge part of this too. Oh, I yeah, imagine yeah, people yeah, are like time. losing their minds and they're blaming him specifically. Like it's his fault. It's one thing, I guess, to like be like, ah, fuck Mitch Williams from your couch, turn off the TV and go to bed or whatever. It's another oh, thing yeah, entirely. I'm kill to... you and your family. Yeah, it's a little. You, you cost me fifty thousand dollars. You you know what I mean? You co- you cost me five hundred dollars. You cost me fifty dollars. Yeah, fifty <laughs> bucks. You better leave town. <laughs> but yeah, that's nuts. 
But this episode uh, also conjured a half memory uh, for Aaron Takes Pictures, at Aaron Takes Pictures on Instagram, who asked, quote, Can we confirm that the 1993 Phillies version of Whoop, There It Is, existed? I swear it did, but it doesn't exist anywhere on the internet. I can't find it, end quote. I did, like, a cursory Google search for this because, like, after I read this comment, I couldn't really find anything. I found people, that was, like, their unofficial anthem that year because that song was so huge. So the crowd would sing it and stuff. Because I watched clips of the 93 Phillies where they would sing it, but I never heard of, a like, a Phillies version of it. Well, uh, I did a little bit. I did a little bit of digging for an article that I specifically oh. remembered reading. Yeah, from like the 2009 or 2010 Phillies season. I remember, I had remembered reading an article about the the song "Whoop There It Is," and uh, it mentioned the Phillies uh, using it as a as a theme. So, in the mullet era, the Phillies loved tag teams. Number two mullet hit mullet era. The mullet era. That's what we're calling it. Isn't that what we're calling it? No. Yeah. Which, what, what would what would you call it? Yeah, you're probably right. It was a lot of mullet. It was a lot of mullet on that team. Aggressive mullet. Aggressive. Uh, during the mullet era, the Phillies loved tag teams. Number two hit, Whoop There It Is. So much so that it became the team's uh, anthem in 1993. Tag team actually performed the song in between innings at one of the Phillies games with special Phillies-oriented lyrics. So that is probably what Aaron Takes Pictures is remembering. It may have been recorded and replayed on the radio. Oh. Uh at the time of their performance, tag team were erroneously referred to by the announcers, Harry Callis, as 95 South, the artists behind the completely unrelated Whoop, There It Is. Oh, which came out before Whoop, There It Is. I actually know about this. The the That actually preceded Whoop, There It Is with Woot, There It Is. <laughs> yeah, they're not the same song. They, they, they're, they're very not the same similar, song. Though. That's that's pretty yeah. good. That's <laughs> that's strikingly similar. I feel like "Whoop There It Is" is more of a sports anthem, and "Whoop There It Is" is more like a is more well, like. Well, Harry a, Callis was Harry Callis was just like an OG, so he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like like listen, we all know he was throwing there it shade, is, right? Yeah, he was like, the, the, I'm a '95 South man. <laughs> so yeah, so Harry Callis was just like he he knew his stuff. That's really what it was. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a mistake. He was no, he was no. calling he was, it what he, it was. He was trying it, to inform the audience. He was calling it out. He was saying this song is a, is a lift. It's not even the real. He's like whatever. Darren Dalton likes it, so I guess it's the anthem. Yeah, but. I guess. But I got the original on twelve inch. But that's when he <laughs> when he DJs when Harry Cal's DJed. He always played woot woot. There it is. Well, Whoop, there it is, uh, uh, went on to uh, uh, to be used by several professional sports teams in the same way that the Phillies used it. Tag Team recorded specialized versions of their song for the Houston Rockets in 94, the Red Wings in 97, and most recently, Geico Insurance commercials they feature— About ice cream, right? Yeah, feature tag team rapping about ice, cr- ice cream, yeah. And that commercial is, like, huge. People love that shit. Yeah, I, I, I mean— I see it every time I uh, try and watch a sitcom. Uh, it's a it's a very popular insurance commercial right now. Tag team back again. I was watching a clip from '93 Phillies and like the crowd would just burst into singing "Whoop There It Is," like after something good happens. It was such a "Whoop There It Is" was such a cultural phenomenon. Like that's like, it's weird. Like that how huge that like to have like tens of thousands of people singing this song that like just came out. Like that was only been out for a couple of months or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's like yeah, pretty, yeah. It was such a huge deal at the time. 
Right, and I'm sure tons of sports teams are using the song, but only these these are the teams Woomp-mania, that have championships. they called it. Woompmania. Yeah. Everybody was whooping. They were whooping left and right. You couldn't go down the street without without whoop, without getting whoop on you. The, the summer of 93. Summer of love. Summer of whoop. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Not woot. Not woot. Not woot. That's different. Not woot. We'll link to both versions in the visual companion. We'll let people decide for themselves which ones they like better. Uh, okay, after that, we got uh, a little out there with the neon sign episode. A ton of people wrote us with their favorite neon signs uh, or any signs from around uh, Philly that we left off the list. Uh, like I said, we kind of stuck towards Broad Street for the most part. At Sizzlian72 reminded us of Bomb Bomb's restaurant on Wolf Street. They have that a cool a neon one. sign. Yeah, it's a cool neon sign in the shape of two cartoon bombs with burning wicks. Yeah. They look like uh, like bombs from Mario Brothers. It's, uh, yeah, really yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, when Trove and I were teenagers, we would go there for all-you-can-eat muscles and angel hair. It's a, it's a steal. Uh, it used oh. to be Wednesday nights. I don't know if they're, if they're going to be doing that after the pandemic. but Let's go. Let's all go. That'll be our first... Uh... First restaurant, uh, man. It, it it would be a good choice. I'm telling you, it is a a great deal. And uh, the secret is, don't fill up on the pasta. Just keep eating those muscles. Oh, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a this is a, this this is why people listen. They tune in for that for, for, for that. For They're that gonna knowledge. try and get you with bread. The bread's great. The bread there is great. Don't eat but it. You put it put it in your pocketbook for later. Don't touch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I never would have thought of this as one, but a uh, but at J Dunn two warns us don't nap on the seventy eight foot blockbuster sign at twenty fourth and Passion. Oh, I love that! Every time I drive by that, I'm like, if I could have anything in South Philly, it'd be this. I don't know what I would do with this. Right. I don't know what I would do with a seventy eight foot blockbuster sign, but I would love that. It's like the tallest structure in South Philly. She's right. It's just it's it's it's, it's taller than the Great Great Pyramids of Giza. People don't know that. But <laughs> it, it is. It might be. It's up there. Uh, it's just outside uh, Shuttered Blockbusters. There's a big sign on the pole, uh, so tall that it could be seen from the highway. From space. Uh, it adver- from space, you can see from from the International Space Station. Uh, adver- it advertises nothing now because there's no Blockbusters. Uh, if you want a Blockbusters, you have to come to uh, South Fellini, 1507 East Pashunk, for the free Blockbusters. Yeah, that's true. We don't have a 78-foot sign, but we have a real Blockbuster. Maybe they'll maybe they'll let us have it. Maybe they're not using it. Maybe we'll they'll put let it us. Out. We'll, put it, we'll put it on the street. We'll put it in the store. It'll stick out. It's like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll stick out definitely. Yeah, I think uh, if you can see it this way, everybody can see it from all over South Philly. You'll know. You'll be they'll like know. at Bach Bar yeah. having a drink, and then you'll be like, "I wanted a DVD." Where can I find Face Elf on DVD? Oh, I know. <laughs> over there. Man, I just—I'd really love to watch the first season of Arrested Development, but uh, I, I, there's no way. There's no other way to watch it. My <laughs> internet's down. <laughs> I really want to watch Hope Floats, but I—I uh, I, I, don't—I <laughs> don't want to pay for it. By the way, I—I I asked before. <laughs> this is a complete aside. I asked when when we first talked about the Blockbuster box, and last night I was trying to watch Steel. By the 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 1997 superhero movie starring Shaq, and it's not streaming Shaquille anywhere. O'Neal. Yeah. Yes. People. No. The other Shaq. The, <laughs> the, thanks. Thanks for the the. Oh, now I know. Uh, the, now I got it. 
Well, I didn't know you were on such a friendly basis with him. You could just say his first name like that. He has a last Shaq? name. He's not like Madonna. Yes. It's not yes. like Madonna. Yeah. yeah. I call him Madonna Madge. <laughs> Uh, so the, the, the I, I I've been watching a lot of uh, inside the NBA clips with Charles Barkley and uh, Shaq, and I always I've been trying to watch Steel. It's like, and you know about this because because you're a comic book fan. Is Charles Barkley in Steel too? No, I don't think so. But but Steel was like was like he was a, he was an actual comic book character, right? And he's kind of like yeah Superman. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and. So he had his own movie, and I can't I can't find it streaming anywhere, and nobody has it. And it is on YouTube for like two ninety nine, but I know that it's not worth two ninety nine. So, <laughs> if anybody for some reason has Steel on DVD, please put it in the free blockbuster box. Thank you. <laughs> it sounded like a voicemail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm phoning it in. So. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I and um. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. Yeah, steel. I know that you have you have one too, and you won't let me borrow. That's the best so far. No, I never took it out of the plastic. It's a collector's item. <laughs> I know, and you're like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. one of these days. You can borrow. You can borrow my copy of Kazam, which is the film where Shaquille O'Neal is that a either. genie. Do you have that on DVD? Yeah, I have it. I have it on just DVD. Yeah. Well, it's a well, it's a laser disc, but that's a kind of DVD. A laser disc. A laser disc. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it. Do you have a laser disc player? No, I just assumed you did. You can't borrow my laser disc player. So okay, if anybody also has a laser disc player, <laughs> and bring it to the free blockbuster box. Free blockbuster is now accepting laser discs. Moving on to our Tofani Doors episode, the photo we posted to promote that show uh, that week was our most liked photo on Instagram. I mentioned this at the top of the show. People love these doors. The specific doors in the photo are from Broad and McKean. One of the one of them is a doctor's office, and the other is a private residence, uh, currently being remodeled. So I'm not sure if they'll save the door, but um, uh, so. a lot of people wrote us to say they recognized exactly where those doors were. They uh, ha- they 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 like spotted it, and they were like, "Oh, I used to walk by those every day on my way to the bus or my way to school or whatever." I know those doors. Those doors owe me ten dollars. <laughs> At Kath.Master left a comment on that photo to tell us, quote, there's a good chance my dad, Big Jim Calaveri, uh, made the blue door. He had, a, he had a shop at Jackson and Bouvier during the 50s and 60s uh, where he made all kinds of doors. Uh, the three circles were his specialty design, end quote. Nice. Yeah. Big Jim. Big Jim Cavalier. And at Rab recommends, quote, check out the beige painted door across from the family pharmacy on Dickinson and 12th. It's got an awesome ship carved into it, end quote. I haven't seen that one, but I'm going to check it out. Uh, I I love a good door. Um, A few people asked us about doing a walking tour of the doors, and that's a great idea, but we're just, like, super busy right now. Trove had a baby, and uh, I'm doing a rewatch of The Sopranos, so I got got a full plate right now. (laughs) I can't, I can't, I can't. I got a lot going on. I can't. I I just really couldn't add another thing. I'm busy. I I, got to watch uh, Ghoulie and the Ghost Lads this week. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) I got to watch the new Schmoo show. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm booked. I do one every day in the morning, and I move on to Flintstone Kids. (laughs) I'm watching it from the beginning. I'm on season three. No one spoiled Flintstone <laughs> Kids. 
Yeah. Uh, a, a walking tour would be great. I know Trove has tried to organize a thing, so I guess pay attention to this space here for a future date where uh, he'll show you all the best doors in the city. He has them cataloged. He has a little his little notebook. He keeps all the all the addresses in for all the best doors. So uh, stay tuned. After that, we did an episode about City Hall, and Bierman thought he recognized one of the architect's names, but we didn't circle back to it. So Fortuno Fabrications scolded us on Instagram, quote, Come on, guys. Thomas Eustick Walter was also the architect of Moimensing Prison, end quote. See, I knew I almost remembered it. Oh, uh, man, I know. And uh, The Moimensing episode... I knew I, I knew I almost learned something. The Moimensing episode was so long ago, but it's one of my favorites. I'm 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 really disappointed in us for not remembering that. Mostly you, but I am like super disappointed. <laughs> I, I didn't remember it though, and you were like, "No, you should have." I was harder. like, "Isn't this?" You really no, no, no. I, I I was like, I was like, "Isn't this a thing?" And you were like, "No." And I was because like I because I'm scared of you. I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, then like, <laughs> uh, and then like, but I knew I was right. I knew I was right. Fortino Fabrication. You were you, so then. He called us out. Yeah, you got to learn to stand up for everybody. But I knew about it. I knew. I I knew. You got to learn to stand up for yourself. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna forget it again, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's interesting. This guy has his name on two of these, uh, you know, giant structures that I guess were uh, being built in those the last twenty years of the nineteenth century. I guess he was kind of a big deal. Thomas Eustick Walter. Tommy, you. Week after that, we did a Boys to Men episode, uh, and we asked everyone to submit songs that are about the origin of the rock band. Uh, so, uh, like, that's the Boys to Men Motown Philly song is about the origins of Boys to Men. Yes, I was. I I I I had a hard time coming. Every time I thought I came up with one, it was like this is technically not a origin. There's many things like it, or there's like fake origins of like fake bands, but not a lot of bands have a band have a song that's about their specific origin i stand by my ninja turtles uh answer they are uh, a touring band and their theme song explains how they got together yeah and they did pizza pop pizza power too yeah which is is that also an origin story is that song also have i mean i'm no no i didn't think so well it talks about their it's an origin of their love of pizza but not of the band no but when they're it talks about it's like growing up in a glass bowl with chameleons, lizards, and tadpoles. It's hardly, it hardly enters your mind that there's something better than this. It's close, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Tro- a seed for a pair. Well, he, th- then he talked. I'm not about- sure that's what Trove was talking about. Yeah. No, I know it's not, but I, I just want to sing the song. Oh, okay. Well, you did a great job. <laughs> I could have let you keep going. Pizza power, flying saucer, food delight. Pizza power. Okay, that's it. Any more than that, and ASCAP is going to come after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Friend of the show, Gina Randazzo, suggests we're a rock and roll band by Boston uh, is another one of these origin of the band songs. But she uh, she explicitly states explicitly states that it is not as good as Motown Philly. No, well, Philly's better than Boston. So that's just like that's just what it comes down to. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be. It just take you can take it for granted. Just, it's just, just, in it's just, is, just yeah. in general. And our old pal Mark Brodzik uh, reached out. He says he worked on the Motown Philly video as a set builder. Uh, he worked in the art department. And the they shot the interiors in South Philly at the Metropolis Studios. So that answers that question. We talked about it. We asked about that. Oh. We pondered that oh, okay. in that episode. Yeah. You know, who was the director and where do we think it was shot? 
Um, on Twitter, Jim Haku informed us that Boys to Men have two J-pop cover albums, which is true. I looked it up. These what? are English. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're English love. They are English language covers of Japanese pop ballads, which makes sense because we talked about how they discovered they were big in Japan. Oh wow! Do they do sukiyaki? Do they do plastic love? Do they no. Do, uh, uh, no, that's city I pop. Going. The, that's city pop. This is J pop. This sukiyaki's is sukiyaki's not sukiyaki's a, a sukiyaki's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sukiyaki's not fight me, fight me. <laughs> don't you tell me what's city pop and what's not? Yeah, don't, 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 don't. You're lucky Trove's not here. He's, he, he he would be mad at you. I know. Uh, I know. He believes there's some crossover. There's like a Venn diagram between J pop and city pop, and 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 maybe there is. Maybe these these ballads are in the middle. I don't know. Uh, I would have to defer to an expert. We don't know. We don't know. We gotta get. We gotta buy the albums. I listened to the singles. The singles are available available on YouTube, and um and then I looked them up on on Twitter because you know uh, uh, K pop J pop real big on on Twitter. And these these songs are shared frequently. People uh, love their versions, love the Boys to Men version. Really? Yeah. So, um, Boys to Men, dude. If you're looking for new Boys to Men content, uh, I guess check out their J-pop cover albums. They're uh, they're really good. Quest Love just posted a video of them like live recently, and the one dude was playing guitar too. Oh, that's awesome. And singing. That's awesome. So they're just like getting better, Boys to Men. They're just like now I put now we all shred now. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about it in the episode. Their voices got better as they got older. They did not. They took care of themselves. They they didn't let it go to waste. Now they're men. Now now they are the men on the other side of the two. <laughs> Moving on, we covered uh, Larry Fine, who everyone agrees is the funniest stooge. I mean, literally everyone left uh, comments in our in our uh, uh, post for that to promote that episode. Just one after another, people they love Larry Fine. Larry Fine's the best stooge, funniest stooge. He's the best. Uh, but at PSP Hawk writes, "quote I used to go to the Stew Jam, Stewgium, Stewjam, Stewjam. It's like it's the word stooge and museum combined." Yeah, Stewjam. I used to go to the Stewjam and Ambler with my children on Saturdays. A true fan destination. The eighty seat theater played their shows continuously on a loop. Hopefully, they will reopen soon. End quote. I would love to go to that, dude. We got to go to that. This is the fountain pen that l- l- got stuck in Larry Fine's head. During the making of, you know, whatever. <laughs> Still has his blood on it. That's how we'll clone Larry Fine. That's how we'll bring him back. This is Moe's first mallet that he hit Curly with. The, uh, I looked up, I didn't know there was a, stu- a stew jam. I can say it right in my head. Stoogism? Stoogism. Stoogism? Stoogism? Stoogism. I feel like it should be no, stoogism. No, stoogism is like, stoogism is like something the stooges would do that, that's not a museum about the Stooges. Then it, like, it should have moo at the beginning of it, like moo Stoogesam. Like, it, I don't know. No, I don't stooges, know that this, no, I don't no. know that this works. It's museum Stoogium. Stoogium? Museum? Stoogium? Yeah, they don't even rhyme. They, they're not even. Yes, they do. You can make it rhyme. You can make it work. You can make it work. I really, I'm trying as hard as I can. You can make it work. Anyway, I didn't know this place existed. The name sounds made up, so I looked it up. Uh, there is uh, This is from their About page. Quote, Our mission is to collect, preserve, and interpret historic or culturally significant pieces of stoogabilia. 
right. It's not Smurfs. You can't just put, you can't just use Stooges everything. In order to further the enjoyment and appreciation of the Three Stooges and maintain the legacy of their comedy for future generations, end quote, which is a noble goal. That's but true. you are abusing the stooge combo word thing here. Stoogeabilia. Do you think they have the they have the ro- robotic stooges there? They're, they're, they have the actual <laughs> the actual. They have robot. the animation cells. Yeah. No, they have the actual ro- the robotic stooges. Oh, that the cartoon is based on. Yeah. Yes. Certainly. Their souls are stuck inside these robots. There's only one way to find out: is we got to go to Ambler. The stoogium. The stoogium. <laughs> Yeah, the the the. <laughs> oh oh, I have a story. I I I, t- I told you, I told both of you, but so I was taking a picture of the down at the uh, the, the sign at Third and South Street. I was like, oh, I'll take a picture of the sign. Maybe we'll use it. And uh, so I was taking a pic the of the of the Larry Fine sign on South Street. The the, the mural. You mean the, the mural? Yeah yeah yeah. And I was walking by, taking a picture, and this this lady saw me, and she was like, "What do you know about the Stooges?" And I was like, "It's the Three Stooges." Like I I know, but and she was like, "I bet you don't know the other ones." I was like, "There's Mo, Curly, Curly Joe," and she was like, "Yeah," and Shrimp, and I was like, "Yeah, Shrimp." <laughs> <laughs> she meant Shrimp, but it's a weird word. Shrimp, Shrimp Howard. She tried to gatekeep you on the on the Stooges. Yeah, yeah, but I was. She's like, no, Shrimp Howard. And she I was like, yeah, you're right. She was like, right. name three Stooges. Have you ever? <laughs> she she's like, how how much how much Stoogeabilia do you do you own? <laughs> I own I own a lot. I own Curly Joe's underwear. How about that? <laughs> Moe's toupee. <laughs> Um, and we might have made another family reunion like we did in the uh, in the Jim Croce episode. Uh, we had two different people comment uh, that they were related to Larry Fine in our comment section, uh, and they discovered that they may be distant cousins. So that's wow. the Stooges and the Legends of Philadelphia bringing people together. That's beautiful. It is, isn't it? A Stooge union, they, they would call it. <laughs> a, a, a family Stooge union. <laughs> Oh, man. So after that, uh, most recently, uh, I guess we, uh, we more recently, we did an episode on the A's, but pretty much everyone just wrote us to tell, uh, wrote in to tell us that the Phil's stink. There was just one comment after another. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, come on. Yeah, private messages. Just everyone, you know, the Phil's stink. And uh, They used to stink or they stink now? They, everyone just said the Phil stink. I don't even know what the Phil's record is as of the time of this recording. You know what? And That's people like, still were just down on the Phil's. Listen, the A's left. They left town. And and, and the Phillies stayed. And you're going to shit on the Phillies? They're the ones that left. They, they, they stayed here. They gave us the Fanatic. They gave us the... They did give us the, the Fanatic. They gave us the Fanatic. Phil and Phyllis. Maybe not that uh, as much, but, mm. but, but, mm. yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I went to a Phillies game uh, a few weeks ago. It was very fun. At B. Del Camp re- remembers, quote, the A's were my dad's favorite team. The Phils were an afterthought back then. 
Uh, when they left town, my dad still followed the American League, end quote. So this guy, this guy stuck with, the, with the A's. Yeah, he stayed in town, but his heart went, went to, uh, well, I guess Kansas City first and then Oakland. I guess a lot of people did that, too, because you're a fan of the team still, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think if the Flyers, I'm a big Flyers fan. If, if they left town, I think I would continue to follow them. I think I would. Bethesda, Maryland Flyers. <laughs> you, you, you would still buy a Bethesda Flyers jersey? I mean, I would probably still wear my old Philadelphia. I would wear the throwback because it's always going to be cool to wear a throwback. But, but yeah, the I think the Walla would... Walla Washington Flyers. <laughs> Go ahead, get the third one in. Don't leave people hanging. Oh, Coop Kamanga <laughs> Flyers. Uh. I think it would be great. I wish the uh, I wish that we did have an American League team. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, some people reached out to to tell us. I just want to see a DH in our lifetime. Well, I think it would be cool. I think it's a this is a big sports town, and I think it's big enough to support two uh, major league teams. Maybe whether that's uh, I a I don't think so. No, you don't think, don't so? think so. I think so. No. I think so. I think. Uh, and then you get a little rivalry going. Oh, that'd be fun. A rivalry. So it'd be like South Philly would have the Phillies, but the Northeast would have uh, <laughs> something else. The the A's or or something else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the A, yeah, that's true because the A's are uh, they, they want a new stadium. Yeah, that's why we did the whole episode. That was us like trying to put it out into the the same way you put the combo that's chip true. bag out into the universe. We were putting the A's moving back to Philly into the. May universe. I'll write a letter. Um, um, my emails are uh, the they're. Legally binding. You have a very powerful email. You have a very powerful uh, uh, written word. Well, I threaten people. I threaten people. Yeah, I'd that's, like to get a look at that secret. Hers Chip uh, email word for word instead of the abridged version, the redacted version you shared well, with us. You can't. You can't. You can't look at it. It's wrong. Uh, finally, we covered David Lynch's years in Philadelphia, but at the time of this recording, that episode's only been out a few days, so we don't really have much there. Um, I do want to. Uh, I said the Mike Machines guy was dead. Yeah. And, uh, the. <laughs> But he's he he uh, he's not he's not good. And you bummed us all out too. You bummed me out. I was like really feeling my age after that. It put a put a well, real damper on the episode. It's just like what I figured he was because this was forty years ago. The thing we're talking about. David Lynch but. is supposed to be light and fun, and I was just like so dour after hearing about the micro machine. Oh yeah, man. That, yeah, 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 the 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 real bubblegum uh, David Lynch. <laughs> uh, just real. Uh, it's like it's like whoop. There it is. Basically, <laughs> David Lynch. They're the same thing. Um, and then you brought up something in that episode as well about um, David Lynch visiting the diner. Uh, he uh, he would uh, yes. get the same yeah, thing every yeah, day. Right. And I think you yes. you, so, ma- you made. Yeah. Let, let me let me. So my friend Hunter, who has a podcast uh, that just mentioned us, his podcast is Hate Watch, Great Watch. I'm on there sometimes. But he, what they review movies. But anyway, he's he he told me years ago that. Um, he read an interview with David Lynch, and David Lynch would go to the diner every day in Philly, and this is what he would get. This was his exact thing. Scrambled eggs with cheddar cheese, hash browns, crispy fried bacon, white toast with butter and red jam, and lots of coffee. Sounds and he also delicious. said that... He also said that on his birthday he gets that on his birthday because he doesn't eat, like, fatty foods, so on his birthday he will he will eat He'll that. still treat that's himself like, to that like, now? Yeah. That's a great that meal. That sounds really good. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a, really good. That sounds like a delicious, delicious meal. What, what what diner do you knowing where you lived? What, I'm what, not sure. What, what I do you, don't know. There's a couple of diners around there that that aren't there anymore, and uh, I I I I'm assuming that it was probably one of them. But uh, 
We gotta we gotta figure it out. What diner did uh? If anybody knows, if anybody knows David Lynch's yeah, diner, let us know, and then we'll uh, we'll bring that up in the next errors and omissions episode. The error, we're we're gonna do an errors for this one for all the ones we, stuff we got wrong in this. Yeah, we're gonna do errors and omissions, errors and omissions from now on as well. Yeah, cover all our bases. That's all we want. Uh, that reminds me, I wanted to credit uh, Chuck Darrow for an article we uh, we referenced in the Debella funeral episode, which was from the last bunch of uh, episodes that we covered in an errors and omissions episode. I left it out of the Debella episode, and I forgot to correct the record in our last errors episode. So this is really the correction of two errors in one. Two in one, baby. Thanks, Chuck. Um, is there anything, uh, is there anything else, uh, that's pretty much all I have for errors and omissions. Is there anything you remember having left out or you want to correct the record on? Is there anyone else you declared dead? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Is there anyone you want to unban? Uh, no, no. <laughs> everybody, everybody who's banned is still banned. Um, yeah, I, 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 I uh, no, it was, it was. Weird doing uh, it without trove. Yeah, this was this was strange. So. This was a weird experiment. I um, hopefully it, it doesn't last too long, and uh, we get trove back real soon. But uh, he's uh, he's doing more important things. Yeah, than talking about uh, what we Thomas used Thomas Eustick Walter. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get Stella on the podcast. We got to get the baby on the podcast, and then I've been saying this for a long time. Hasn't I? Haven't I? Uh, I want to get a baby or a kid to sit in on the podcast. Just yeah, the, this is like when the Brady Bunch got like like uh, got, got cousin Oliver. Cousin Oliver. <laughs> They're like, we're getting we're we're getting too old. We're not as cute anymore. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. We need a, we got to get a cute baby. We need a fresh face in here. Yes. <laughs> Bring those ratings back up. Yeah, we got to get her a catchphrase real fast, and then uh, yeah, then, yeah, then this yeah, podcast yeah. is gonna take off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> workshop it. Let us know what's Stella's catchphrase in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's it. That's all there is to know about errors and omissions. Please check out our website www.southfellini.com. That's s o u t h f e l l i n i dot com for cool Philly inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. Tell us what else we got wrong. Yeah, let us know how imperfect we are. Uh, Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. (laughs) Stay safe, wash your hands, and wear a mask. Get a vaccine so we can stop wearing a mask. Congrats, Trove and Joanna. Congrats, Trove and Joanna. This will be Stella's first podcast. You gotta play play her this. <laughs> Sorry, Stella. <laughs> Sorry. They don't get much better than this. Bye. Congrats, you guys. Bye.